and welcome back to another episode of the Reaction Therapy Podcast. Today is a very special day. You can probably tell by the look on my face and the words on my shirt. Juice days are the best days, and this is what our topic's going to be today. I can't wait to do some deep diving into different artists, and Juice is number one that we get to talk about. This is going to be so exciting, and wow, Nick where we've come that we can actually have a conversation now about Juice World. when nine months ago, I wasn't even sure who Juice World was. I know. Where we have come. You said it. I was just yeah. looking today, and you know how many, how many reactions we've done with oh, Juice World in a them? A lot, a lot. I think it's almost 80 yeah. reactions yeah. in nine months. Unbelievable. Juice is really what made this channel go. We had NF, but Juice was the driver of this whole Incredible. thing. We made a shirt. He's the only artist that we have a shirt made for. So, um, Juice yeah. days are the best and days. And if you want one of these shirts, they're on our merch store, reactiontherapy.us. So many people Go have bought them. these shirts because they express. And I think the cool yeah. part about these shirts is people ask, like, what does that mean? Juice days are the best days. And on the back of the shirt says reaction therapy. Yeah. But it's because when I get a song that's got juice in it, when I react to it, I'm happy. And you go nuts. <laughs> and when I listen to it, I'm happy. Yeah, I do. Because number one, his music and the beat drops that he has. Number two, the lyrics that he has and his voice just, it makes me smile the way he the way he raps and sings. Yeah, we're going to get into a lot of juice today. Today's focus is juice. But that's um, not the biggest thing. What is the biggest thing? You tell them. We reached a milestone. We reached a big milestone. You're right. Cannot, I just can't believe it. And uh, we're at 200K, 200,000 subscribers. 200,000. It didn't seem that long ago when this thing right here was like, I can't believe it. I know. That that happened. And then here we are with another 100,000 subscribers. Yeah, like I know. in nine months, Nick. Yeah. That blows my mind with appreciation and with, with gratitude and with joy that yeah. we've been able to have a family like of this size come together that's yeah. so, so close. Yeah, we just want to say thank you all because yes. we could not do it without you all. You are the reason we continue to do this. And that's the reason Seriously. like I continue to grind as hard as I do. Tom, the same thing. And we have a team of people over here that are just grinding for y'all and it's just yeah. it's so cool that we can do this in front of two hundred thousand different people yeah very cool and to spread out now to twitch yeah mm -hmm. i mean we've got instagram tiktok youtube twitch all over the place We're and to have people place. people in all different areas it's yeah. been a lot of fun and the live streams too like how fun those, those have been just with everybody coming by and just dropping a comment and then it's just it's been so cool so thank you all so much for 200k we could not go any further without saying that i just I, we keep asking ourselves so what's next like how yeah because i, I no. can't imagine i just didn't imagine it getting to this point honestly yeah. i really the way i looked at different channels i thought we get to 100k that'll level out like that'll oh, kind of be it. yeah you know we may get in like a thousand a month or something but we'll just kind of like and boy, it didn't happen that way. And so uh, we keep trying to put out more content because we keep seeing more people interested in doing it. So mm -hmm. there you go. We're going to keep doing exactly. it. We're going to keep this up. Yeah. So our intro topic, I forgot to do this in the last podcast for like half of it, but our intro topic of the day is what we talked about at the beginning is we're starting a new kind of series on this podcast because we're done with the history. So we had to fulfill it or fill it 
with something else. And so we're starting this series today of deep dives into different artists. It's going to be really fun. It's basically just what you think it is, a deep dive into a certain artist. Mm -hmm. We go in, we talk about one artist per podcast, and we just go into their life. We look at their backstory, kind of the songs we've reacted to from them, and kind of what we expect going forward, and just talk about all things that artist. So that's going to be... yeah. Kind of what we're talking about. And we're relying on you, like comments that you leave from this podcast about the artist. If there's something we did cover, if there's something that's a fun fact we need to know, that would be really cool to hear. Nick, I, I think a brilliant idea. Of course, it's my of idea, course. right? Yeah. Why am I saying that? No, you're good. You're, I was. think a cool idea one day, and this might not be possible. You got to realize, inside scoop, Tom's thinking, like my brain, I throw 10 ideas out there off the top of my head. Maybe one works, maybe none. But honestly, when I throw ideas out, I don't ever get offended. Like, gosh, you didn't use my idea. Like some people throw an idea out and if you don't use it, they get really upset. For me, I really just throw out what hits my head. And then sometimes it's really cool. And sometimes it's not cool at all. Yeah. And today, the thing I was thinking of was, wouldn't this be a great show to do? Like on these specific artists? on a Twitch live stream, mm. like where we're on a live stream and people can comment, really doesn't have to be Twitch, it could be anywhere, yeah. but where people could comment as we're talking about Juice World, like mm -hmm. today, they'd be able to comment, well, actually, what about the, you know, he did this when he was 16 or whatever. Yeah. And we'd be able to get information from people. I think that'd be fun. That would be really cool. Yeah. Maybe I mean we do a follow-up on mm. Twitch or something and we we do a, a Juice World Stream. I'm not opposed to that. I mean, Twitch is a really cool thing, and it's small enough right now to where we could do something like yeah. that, where it wouldn't be thousands of people trying to comment at once. It would just be yeah. however many we have. So it's a possibility. So maybe we try it. Maybe we do. But or maybe we do a see? ten ideas topical thing about an artist yeah. ahead of time on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And we get information that way and then go do our podcast with information we got from everybody at Reaction Therapy. Yeah, because all all we can do is look up information. Like, there's so many yes. of y'all out there that know so much no. more than we do. And so it's totally true. That'd yep. be a good idea. Okay, so Juice World Deep Dive. Where do you want to start with this? Oh, we're, do we're, we're diving? Oh, we're diving. Wow. Okay. My, okay, so I go back with Juice World, mm -hmm. and I think back to December. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I got to do our topic transition. Sorry, my bad. My total bad there. I forgot to do that. Go ahead. So I go back to Juice World, back to December. I think it was 4th, maybe. I think it was the second day we did reactions. We covered Juice World. Yeah. And that was, I uh, forget which song that was. Wishing Well. Wishing Well. So I thought... And this is a, an entirely new way. And if you look at that reaction, if you really go back and look at that reaction and you see me like sitting there just staring because I'm literally like this, <laughs> like trying to listen to what the lyrics are saying. And I feel all this pressure to try to say something as a mental health professional. Now I feel very comfortable with what his music is and what it says. And I feel like comfortable with responding, but when I go back nine months and I didn't know Juice World, oh my goodness, like it was like diving in the deep end first. And 
the thing that always drew me to Juice World was his spirit. When I watched the documentary, it taught me a lot about Juice World. It taught me a lot about you know, where he came from. It taught me a lot about what his lifestyle was like and also about his heart, I think. So I really loved getting to know him. And, and remember this, please, from Tom, that I've only been doing this for nine months. Yeah. And it's a lot to catch up on and a lot to learn. And there's a lot I don't know. So I'm, I admit that. Like, I'm, I don't pretend to know something I don't. I know the mental health field. I don't know music as well. But I'm learning. And so I go back nine months and I think, man, I didn't know anything about Juice World. I didn't know like what his music was, what it was about. Mm -hmm. All I saw was drugs and crazy living. And that's the judgment piece that older people tend to get. Well, yeah. not just older people, a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I think it is crazy that, I mean, you really did. Um, like we've talked about this multiple times, how Tom really didn't, even know who Juice World was, if you would have said, "Hey, react to or like just listen to this guy's name is Juice World," you'd be like, "What? He's talking about Juice?" Like that's yeah. literally probably what Tom would have thought. And now, like Juice World, he doesn't go a day without thinking about a Juice World song or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty crazy how uh, how I, th I think it's just crazy looking over the overall picture of how our lives can change with what with what a year brings of like doing it, not even a year, what it brings of doing, mm -hmm. listening to certain Max. music. And I think Juice World, if he was still here, would love our channel. And I would hope he <laughs> would, because I mean, it's really cool anyway. Yeah. And you could have shown me a picture of Juice World nine months ago and I would not have known who he was. Yeah, that's true. So I think that even makes it cooler. Like I come in with, like I said, older person's judgment, but mm -hmm. I really came in with no judgment of, yeah, who he was because I, I didn't know who he was. So I really, mm -hmm. when I started doing reactions and Nick said, look, just listen to this guy because he's really popular and this song is coming out or this song is one of his, I yeah. just did it with the most open mind I could. And uh, I didn't care if people didn't like me and I didn't care if people my age judge me, which they still do, by the way. <laughs> so many people my age that are friends of mine are like, what do you listen to that yeah. for? <laughs> Cause I like it. Cause it's got a great message. Cause the people yeah. who listen to it are really cool. And I like talking to them. So I learned a lot about juice and I think most of it's about his heart. I, I be, believe he had a big heart and I believe he was had a really rough childhood in terms of anxiety and struggles with stress and probably mm -hmm. ADHD. And I think he just never felt quite good enough. And music was his outlet and his gift yeah. and his talent. He used it. And then I think the whirlwind of, of life caught up to him mm -hmm. and the fast living of music caught up to him and yeah. then it just did it. Yeah, I mean, with so many different artists, they talk about that, how kind of music is what they went to. And I think a lot of artists would say that, that music was yeah. their therapy. And so, I mean, reactions are our therapy yeah. over here. And mm -hmm. I think music can be an outlet for so many people and for sure it was for Juice. And I just think it it's so cool that he was able to you know, spread his message of really trying to help people mm -hmm. while he was struggling. Yeah. Like he was trying to tell people, Hey, like I'm, I do this and I have a, I have a problem, but mm -hmm. like, I don't, I don't think this is good. And he was trying to help people yeah. when he couldn't even help himself. It was, it's really sad to think about that, but it was really, he had a good heart and he wanted the best for people. As much anxiety as he had, which I believe he talked about, he always talked about, people getting help for their anxiety. He advocated yeah. for mental health. He advocated for people not struggling and trying to get 
uh, out of the trap that they were in with it. So mm-hmm. I think the really amazing part is that he was so young. Like he was so young when oh, he got yeah. famous. Like, can you imagine being famous that young and how hard it is to live with that pressure on your shoulders? I know he was, he started out famous really, really young, like 16, 17 years old. And I mean, to have that weight on your shoulders while you're getting in like really hardcore into drugs and stuff like that. And like, it's almost like somebody like for me, I started college younger than most people. Mm -hmm. It's like, like if you put a 14 year old into college, like that's kind of the same thing. Like I'm not supposed to be here. Like, how do I handle this? Like, I don't, I don't know any, like, I'm, I'm really, yeah. I'm a novice and juice probably is mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to handle all this fame and pressure and like doing with things that I shouldn't be doing with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it did. I think it caught up to him and he had to, I mean, yeah. I read, I read articles about how he really did live that fast life because he knew he was going to eventually run out of time until Man. he wanted to go as fast as he could while he was still here, yeah. which is sad, but. That's so sad to me. Like almost like he saw that yeah. end coming. And I wonder, like, I was just thinking of this while you were talking. What about his life? Can you think of any question you have that's unanswered that you'd want to know? I say that because the thing that really is the unanswered question for me, I would love to know, and I don't know that anybody has the answer to it. But the the question I would want to know is in the end, supposedly he died on a plane or was on a plane. And I think I heard he had ingested a bunch of drugs or something Yeah, because the FBI or somebody was there to look at the plane. I don't know. Yeah. What exactly happened there inside Juice's brain that made the death happen? In other words, what went down inside that plane is what I would want to know. Did he panic in the moment and start ingesting drugs thinking i'll just take them and that way they're not here and i can't get busted Mm. for it did he figure well that's the end it's over i'm not going to prison so i'm just going to do myself in did somebody say here do this and he did i i I don't think that was ever answered so i would love to hear yeah that'll that'll be a good um question Mm. to i would love to know that too mine would probably be more of like a uh like a musical question. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously I'd want to know all that too, but mm-hmm. like, I would want to ask him like where he was going next with music and stuff. Cause I mean, most people didn't listen, have like, he gained a lot of popularity after he died, yeah. which I mean, a lot of people have said, we just have hopped on that train, which I don't believe is true. Um, but there are people out there that are well, trying there's no to train we've hopped on because at least for both of us, honestly, we weren't big juice world listeners yeah, exactly. before this. No, exactly. Um, and part of reactions, like I think on YouTube that I've learned is you yeah. react to things people would want to hear too. Like, and that goes along with our mission too. But yeah, um, good point. But like, I think, I think I would want to ask him like where he was going next with his music, like who he wanted to collab with. Like he had already collabed with Eminem and people like, and Kettle Roy, obviously. Um, but like who he wanted to collab with, if he was going to change up any style of music, because mm-hmm. he was so, he was already popular before, like he was gaining, I feel like he was just about to like, yeah. like he was already like super, super famous before he died. Mm-hmm. And I think if he would have stayed alive, he still would have gained the popularity he has today because he would be able to release more music. Now that he's not here, it's up to his label to release his music. And I think we would see 
probably three or four more albums than we than that's already out right now. Mm. And so just to just to get inside like his I mean, people leak music all the time, but to get inside like his catalog of music, like what would what would have come? Especially because mm. he created music on the fly, right? Just from standing there. I'd watch him just yeah. stand there and rap things and here's a song. Like he just created that off the top of his head. Yep. So here's a song. Isn't that weird? Like, so weird. He's so different than other people. I think all rappers are pretty good at just coming off the top of their head like that. But he would create music just on the fly so much of the time instead of sitting mm-hmm. there in the studio grinding out or with a pen writing I it. I think the best way to describe it is it was so effortless for him. Like mm-hmm. he could just rhyme things just off the top of his head so easily. Like when you when it comes to making lyrics. I don't think there's any doubt he's one of the best ever to do that. Like he's just it came to him so easily, and like it, it was not hard. Like he's just you could just say, "Hey, put a beat to this, and I can make yeah. a song right now." <laughs> and I think I think he did. I think he literally just sat, you know, in the studio and just sat yeah. there and had people record it. And well, he could make like fifteen songs yeah. in a in a session, just like yeah. go, just keep going, and it's crazy to me. Yeah, my assumption is he would do that. He would just they would record him constantly, and off the top, he would just re- he would record it, and then I think they would go back into the studio now that they have it, yeah. and they would have him sing that fresh, so it was recorded like for a real track, mm. because he he just was. I mean, in all hours of the day, when I watched the documentary. The thing that struck me in the documentary was how he seemed so childlike at times, like, you know, a teenager, honestly, like he was just living a life that was way above anything he'd ever had in his life before. And he was having to keep up with it. And part of staying awake where they push you so hard, I think, is to use drugs to stay awake. Part of going to sleep because you haven't slept in three days is taking something to go to sleep. I think he got on this mixture thing back and forth of like, you know, addiction and wanting to continually use to keep himself going. And I think that that's the ultimate self-destruction. I just think you need people around you that are able to say, you know, that that's just not good for you. Yeah. And I know his, his girlfriend, Allie, when he died, um, and, I don't know if it was an interview. I read it in an article how Ali said that like with juice rolled, like um, when he was close to his death, that she said that he knew it. He knew he was going to die. Like at that point, wow. like close up that he, he knew it, like mm-hmm. he knew it was going to happen. That's why he was living that fast life. Like I mentioned earlier, he, like he, he knew it was coming. Like he didn't know probably when exactly, but he knew he couldn't just keep taking yeah. like he was. Which is so sad. And I kind of want to bring up um, kind of his influence because he has a major influence on a lot of different people, mm-hmm. um, especially one person in particular that I read about a little bit. And that's the kid Leroy. He had a massive influence wow. on him. And that's um, awesome. the sad part really about it is that the kid Leroy was on the plane when Juice World died. Really? So I watched the documentary and I, I don't think I clicked to that. Yeah. At least the article I read said that. And I, I think I've heard enough that mm. I believe that. So like they were really tight and they were kind of just was kind of like mentoring him because I think juice was, he was 21 when he died. You got that right on our trivia. <laughs> but, um, I think the kid really was like 15 or 16, mm. something like that when that happened. And, um, yeah, I mean, he was just a big influence in mm. kid 
kid literally with life. And wow. so I just like mental health wise, I mean, what do you think that's done for him? Messed to him, him up. Like, like that does a lot of damage. You need to get help for that. And he probably has, I hope at least, but you know, it can do a lot with the trauma, the PTSD of like, number one, experiencing it and seeing it and reliving it in your brain. Number two, whenever you get close to somebody else in the industry or even somebody else personally, a lot of times it's very hard to trust that that attachment's going to stay because they might leave you too. So you tend to stay a little more distant from people and not get as close as he was with juice. And then number three, just the influence of what he had learned and had so much more to learn, but he got this glimpse and then all of a sudden it stops. And so he has to now become his own person which he's done great with, but it's very difficult when you're a young teenager to lose somebody that means that much to you is very hard. Yeah. I mean, and I did read, I think like you mentioned earlier that, um, I don't know how, if juice took the pills or whatever, because he thought he was going to get caught or what, but I read that he had had like a decent amount of lean and then he took like a bottle, like 20 something pills all together at the same time. And I don't know what, I don't know how much that is compared to that. I, I don't take drugs or whatever, but I'm assuming that's a lot like to take yeah. at one time, especially the mixture of it. So, yeah, that's a big mystery to me. And the documentary just kind of ended with that. Like it didn't really show all the details of everything. I think there was a recording that was on the plane, but it didn't, no. it didn't clear it up for me, but it did show me in the documentary that he, Seemed like he struggled a lot with ADHD and anxiety when he was younger, and it was kind of untreated. He might have had some medication, but honestly, for a younger child, that medication can make you feel crazy. Yeah. It can make you feel not normal, and I'm not sure it's always helpful. Medication's not typically helpful unless there's treatment that goes along with it. So. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Yeah, yeah. sad. I mean, I, I know the kid really going back to that. Um, I know he's doing a lot of cool things now. Like he's making music still and he's mm -hmm. trying, I think trying to live on yeah. Juice's legacy and kind of go along with that. Yeah. And the kid will really, he is so talented. Like he's so talented. just, just like Juice World, honestly. Yeah. Like he reminds me a lot like Juice World. Um, and so I'm excited to see more of his music, but anything else with Juice before we, Oh, we were going to do, do something. Oh, our favorite juice songs? Yeah, we're going to name each of us name and talk about just for... Yeah, like we let's went do, over... The, let's do like a minute per song. So I'm can, going like over all my Juice World songs that we've done, which is like almost 80, right? And I'm trying to see... Oh, man, I really like that one. I really like that one. That was a really good one. I really, yeah. And it kind of brings me back through our time at Reaction Therapy. And I had to try to pick out... We're going to pick the top three. And I yeah. ended up with five, which I'll tell you my top three okay. in order of what my favorites are. That could change over time, but it really, I, I feel like if I'm going to listen to a song, a song, a song from Juice World, these are probably my top three. And I'll be curious to know what y'all think. And I'm curious to know what Nick thinks because we haven't shared ours at all. Number one, do you want to do number one song first? Well, I know you had just had one. I don't know if it's the same one. You know what? I didn't even include that one. Which one was that recently we did? I'd. That's right. Man. Does your list change now? It's gonna have to change. Yeah. You know, I I honestly didn't even write mine down. I'm just gonna have to think off the top of my head okay. because I'm not exactly sure. I know. So my I favorite. did say that. Hi, because I was looking through okay. our playlist. I think I just didn't yeah, get yeah. to the very current one. Yeah. So number one favorite song was Hyde. And I think it was because of the story of the relationship. Like mm -hmm. it reminds me of me and my wife and how important she is to me and his voice in that song, the way he said it. 
just so smooth and so sweet. And part of that also is because it's recent. I just listened to it with him. So I tend to like the song that I just listened to from Juice World a lot. But I think Hyde is a big one because I hear him say how how lost I would be without you and how much you mean to me. And that's the story of my relationship. In fact, several of his songs say that. And I love to follow those. So Hyde would be first for sure. And uh, gosh, it's too hard. Now I've got six total songs that it's like, how do you break this down into a top three, right? Gosh. Anyway. Yeah, go to your next one. Second favorite song. This goes to the, to the, all the way back. Rockstar. I'm a rock star in his prime. Oh, it's rock star in his prime is all name. Oh, I thought it was rock star. No, it's, and it's, it doesn't go, I mean, it goes back maybe, it's on its most recent album. But yeah, that is definitely second for sure. Because when I hear that song, I think of like, it, it just gets me, my energy gets pumped up. It gets me happy. Uh, I know he's talking about taking drugs and he could die with it, but he wouldn't have be who he was without the drugs kind of thing. But just the melody of the song and the way his voice goes high, I just love hearing that. And then the third song for me that I would put in there is Lean With Me. And I love Lean With Me, number one, because it goes way back. Number two, I love the video that we did early on. But number three, just that just seems like a party song to me. Like that seems like a song I could go in my car turn on the radio, ride down the street, and then just let that thing blare. And I love that song. So Hyde, Rockstar, Lean With Me are my top three. My, uh, what do you call it? Uh, My next consolation bracket would be Not Enough, uh, Man of the Year, and Armed and Dangerous. Those were my, oh gosh, I love all of those. And I'm having struggle with this. I'm, I'm looking right now at mine and like... Gosh. Okay. Well, I know my first, and I might have to pan over to you because I might have to think about this a little more. But for right now, my favorite song, and I've said this for a long time, is "Fast." My yeah. favorite. My favorite song is mm-hmm. "Fast." It's just it's it's a groovy song that just doesn't kind of stay at the same level all the yeah. time, and it just I don't know. I just like it, especially when I'm driving fast in my yep. truck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but it's just kind of a uh, the the way it, the melody just kind of mm-hmm. just goes the same the whole way yeah and it's just it's calming for me and I'm looking here I can't what is my next one I think if I had to pick but he's still gosh, this is hard um I like that I don't know where it would rank and you took two of mine that I was oh, gonna put them. they can be the same um. Armed and Dangerous is high up there for me. I don't know if it's two or three or four, but it's one of the top three. Yeah, that's really top good. Top four. Um, and then the other one, what was it called? Oh, yeah. Flaws and Sins is also one of them. Oh, Flaws and Sins. And is, sins. is one of them up there for oh, sure. Man. I'm going to paint over here. I got to look up what Love this that. So I mean, yeah. we could list song after song that we've done, and it's like, wow. There are a few to me with Juice World that either they weren't my taste, like Feline or something. It's like, that's just not oh, my God. taste. Or they were just like really sad and depressing that I would like not go for. I wouldn't turn down any Juice song as far as listening to it, but there are some that it's like, wow, well, that doesn't fit my mood. Like, I don't yeah. think I want to listen. So this is going to be my top three. I, I just okay. kind of decided. I mean, all of these are so good. Like, Robbery is so good. Yep. Empty is so good. Like, yep. all of those are good. Burn. Burn. Cigarettes. Like, all of them are so good. 
Go uh, hard. Sometimes, like, it's there are so many. My top three first would be fast. I think my second would be Life's a Mess. I don't know Sometimes if you, life's a mess. I love that song. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just the beat goes really hard in that song. It's like low key, but it goes really hard. Mm-hmm. And then third would be Armed and Dangerous for me. Yes, good choices. So I would say Fast Life's a Mess, Armed and Dangerous. It's like you can't go wrong. Like, no choices here are going to be bad. Yeah. And the only like, thing I'm missing is I don't know when any of these songs were done or where he was in his life at that point. That would help yeah. me. I mean, I'm looking through like Legends Never Die. I love, mm. and that that was his his most recent album. Yeah, um, came out. Fighting Demons came out this this past year on March 18th. And then where's the other one? And then Legends Never Die was his album before that. That came out on a very special day on July 10th. Here's my other question. <laughs> on top of the plane thing was yeah. How much more Juice World music is there? Like yeah. when you look at Juice World, Lil Peep, Mac Miller, X, people who have passed away. Yeah. Like how much music is out there? Are some of these artists out of music? Like they didn't have any more created kind of ready to go. It sounds yeah. like Juice World had tons of music just Thank sitting there. But how much is left? I think there's a lot. I I think there's a lot. Um because there of how much of how much he just freestyled and like yeah. they i mean his label can take i'm sure they have so many of recordings of just him talking yeah and even if it's not a full song they can make it into one you know like i feel like a lot of juice's songs were from recordings and they just kind of you know played it over again and then added some other Salt, like mm-hmm. words to it and then put a beat on it and put a little auto tune yeah. in and that's the song like it's not that easy I, I know i'm not a producer but i know it's not that easy to make a song but i'm sure they can find a lot yeah from him so wow yeah Love so that's juice. juice world uh the we gotta deep keep dive. doing juice maybe part two is a deep dive maybe if mm-hmm. y'all have a lot of comments on here we can kind of do yeah. another just reacting to comments from don't this. think he ever yeah. had therapy that was sad people said yeah. he was about to go into treatment maybe before he passed away but i'm not sure about that yeah maybe we get ali or his mom on here Dude, on the podcast I would love that that'd be so cool anyway all right guys that was the fr- episode one of the deep dive into artists today was juice, juice world. world um we'll see who's next i don't know mm-hmm. but next let's get into our q a segment of the podcast here we go Right. All right. Q and A time. Some great questions on here today. Cool. First one. When you first started, and you kind of already answered it. This podcast. When you first started your channel, did you ever think it was going to reach this amount of success? No. I mean, I thought it was a holiday fun thing to do. Yeah. I enjoy listening to music just generally, and I enjoy the mental health field. I enjoy breaking music down. Yeah. I did not think at all this would go past the holidays until probably maybe a week into week or two into it. So in the beginning, when I first started, I just thought, well, this will be fun and it'll be another opportunity to experience rejection because I have videos on YouTube that are wonderful about marriage and parenting and college and all that stuff that got like 50 views or a hundred views. And they're really good videos. Yeah. And I have experienced constant rejection. And I think I had like, a hundred followers on Instagram. I had nothing on TikTok, and I didn't even have YouTube. Like YouTube just was scraping along. Like yeah. it was rough. But for for you to come in and say, "Well, let's try this," 
And when you said we're going somewhere, that's when I thought, wow. But I never had that vision in the beginning until we were probably a couple weeks in. Yeah. I still didn't have this vision. I did not have 200,000 subscribers in nine months vision. No I mean, chance. Even, even at our 100K, like when we got the button, I don't think we expected no. I thought <laughs> that, that was point. It. Like, yeah. I, I was a little more, I'm like, okay, well, this isn't it. Like, we'll get, we'll keep going. But I didn't expect to get here this fast. And like, I'm sure, you know, I'm not going to say we won't get to higher. Like, you know, like we're, we don't mm -hmm. think we, you know, what realistically, you don't, we probably don't think we can get to 300 K in another mm. five, six months, but no. it could happen. No like way. you never know, you know, yeah. like we got here this fast. Why can't we get, you know, further? So it just makes, I think it makes us want to work a lot harder because mm. we're seeing how many people are really being yeah. affected by this. And that's kind of the way. Yeah the way we look at it now at least so this is an awesome question this goes to like nf mate kind of song if you could talk to the younger version of yourself what advice would you give basically your, your uh, nate story yeah i know i think i would give a couple of pieces number one listen more closely to the adults in your life that are leaders like the people you trust the coaches that meant something to you the parents uh, the relatives, the mentors, the teachers, the people, not every, don't just listen to everybody, but the people that had your best interest that were mentoring you, Tom, like listen to them more carefully about how you prepare, about how you practice, about how you make life choices. Don't concentrate so much on the impulsive now, what do I want kind of thing? Because I realized I took a lot of life for granted and just kind of thought I had it all together and knew just like any other teenager, right? And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, I, it just, it hits you in the face and real life hits and it's very hard and there's a lot of growing up to do. So I think I would say, listen very carefully to mentors that you have in your life and practice being honest with people. Like, I just think that, and honest doesn't mean mm. I'm going around lying. Yeah, Honest means just be a genuine person, like be as honest as you can with people be as caring and compassionate as you can with people and recognize the importance of relationship. I'm very relational. Mm. Um, I think I've always been a nice guy, but I don't think I didn't have this personality when I was younger. I don't think I had yeah. the competence to be this person. Mm -hmm. I would want to be more of that. It's yeah. kind of like if I was talking to you as my son, I would say, just hear what I have to say and take a leap out there and do it because it's uncomfortable, but it's worth it. Like it yeah. can pay dividends. Yeah. I, uh, mine's actually very similar. I know, I don't know if it was asked to me or not, but I'm going to answer it too. Uh, mine is similar to that. And I mean, I'm pretty young or like as it is, but uh -huh. if I had to talk to my, let's say like middle school self or whatever, like 10 years ago or five, 10 years ago, whatever, I would say to myself to focus a little less on school, even though school is very important, but I was one of those kids who focused so much on yeah. school and I was, I'm not, I wasn't a goody two shoes in school, but like I did focus and tried really, really hard to make really good grades. Yeah. And so maybe focus a little less on that and more about the overall like experience of like friends and meeting new people and stuff like that. I didn't focus as much on that. I focused on, you know, I had, I did have, I mean, I have friends. I'm not like a guy who would go home and just sit there. Like yeah. I definitely would do stuff with friends. Like I did activities and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But maybe just focus on, you know, meeting new people and especially girls for me was a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't really, 
ever want to do that. I was just yeah. like, oh, that girl is cute, but I never was like, I want to meet her. I want to like get to know this mm-hmm. person. Um, it would kind of just be, you know, I have my couple friends, and I, I think it's important to know that some it's okay to have a f- have few friends. Like, mm-hmm. like I think as you get older, it's especially important to make sure you have yeah. a few like solid, really good friends that mm-hmm. will stick with you. Um, especially now that I'm out of college, like that's yeah. huge. But also back then, to meet as many people as you can, especially, and not just have a few friends back then, mm-hmm. but to meet new people and see who they are, because there's a lot of people who are finding themselves. They don't even know who they are at mm-hmm. that point. And like, it's really cool to meet other people because you never know. Yeah. You know? So, so I would say. Yeah. I think getting that, what you're leading into is getting out of your comfort zone, take, take a chance yeah. at, at putting yourself out there. I would definitely tell my younger self that like, get out of yeah. your comfort zone. Don't just stay safe all the time. You mm-hmm. know, take a chance with people socially talking to people, engaging yeah. in relationships. Yeah that it's okay. You can do it. And that, that I'm, that I've got what it takes. Like, I think I learned that late in life, but which I'm appreciative of, I believe in myself, but it's really hard when you're younger and don't like taking advice. Yeah, A lot of people when they're younger, don't have anybody to give advice. Like they don't have good people around them, good mentors. And when they get them, then all of a sudden they listen and, and it's really good to have mentors. I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for, I mean, I was only two questions, questions. but love that. Very good questions today. Yeah. Now, um, What's it's, time, next? it's time for, and I know you don't want it to be called this, but I haven't changed it, so. Huh. I haven't changed it. You can do, you don't have to do a quote. You can do a inspirational No, message, I keep, I I'm going to have to sit down one day and like just think about different messages. Well, I mean, I guess go along with like, try to go along with the juice roll theme of today, like, mm-hmm. and what he dealt with and like advice maybe on that. I yeah. don't know. Just trying to... And in leading off of juice world and the short life that he lived is for people to recognize there's always time to stop. Like you always have a chance to stop until you don't. So realizing that as far gone as you feel like you are like him in the final days saying, I think I'm about to die. There is a way out. There is a way out. I'm telling you. I've seen people who just like Juice World were about to die and they made a choice to live and they got help for it. And that's the key. Can't fix it on your own, but to get help and they live a happy, successful, wonderful life. So for you to be able to remember just that inspiration of the day, there's always a chance to start over. There's always a chance to change. Like you can make life different. Just remember that no matter how bad it is, but you have to take that step towards asking for help. Very wise. Yeah. Ask for help. Don't be afraid. Um, I know a lot of the people who watch, you know, these are either college students or just out of college. Mm-hmm. And so I know um, asking for help is not easy, especially when you think, yeah. you know, you don't need help anymore. Like you're out of school, like school is for when you learn. And then after that, you don't need mm-hmm. help anymore. But that's the farthest thing from the truth. Yeah. Like find a I good would, mentor. And I would stick say with them. you need help even more when you're out of college because you're by yourself. Yeah. And you don't have as many people. And mm-hmm. so that's why our Discord server is so good. There's tons of people always wanting to help. Yep. We have whole we have whole chat rooms on the on our Discord for, mm-hmm. server just for that whole purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have people that help people with homework during the school year. Like literally you can ask somebody f- for homework questions and they'll help you with it. Or just venting if you need to vent about something. It's so cool. Yeah. The really Discord's cool. where to go for that, that for sure, for sure. But Ask for help. It's important. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Nick. All right. 
yeah, it was a good one. Glad we could talk about Juice World. I'm excited for who the next artist is oh, going to be. Man. That'll be so fun. And give us your suggestion, artists we should yeah, cover. For sure. All right. Thank you all so much for watching. Go follow Rest of Sports on YouTube, thank by the you. way. Thank you. Yes, go do that. And uh, thank you so much for watching. And we'll see you on the next, next Reaction, Reaction Therapy, Therapy Podcast. Podcast.